Welcome to Life Without Limbs Radio. I'm Brian Boyd, your co-host, but sitting here in this studio is my friend and who you really want to hear from today, Nick Vujicic. Nick. Brian. Nick. <laughs> Nick, we got we got the technology working, the key- keyboards are working. My, my hands are not Last- in the way of the signal. Yeah, you get it. You know, you have to hold the phone a certain way to get the signal, but you don't have that no. issue. Hands free, baby. No. Hands free all How the time. How are you, Brian? Nick, so good. good. It's so good. It's been been a great week. Um, last week we talked about uh, listening, and uh, this exciting week um, we're we're going to talk about raising children. But but before we do, this is super exciting. We have a brand new way for people to connect with us. And and no one has heard about this yet. You listening to the podcast today are, are get to hear this first. And um, Nick and I are really thrilled. So get out your cell phone. If you're in the United States, this is only for people in the United Sorry, States. Sorry, everybody else. But we love you we too. Um, if you're in the USA, get out your phone and call Star Star Nick. So. Pick up the phone and dial star star Nick and hit send. Don't text it. Dial it like a phone call. And you're going to be connected with Nick and the ministry. We'll send you a link, and you will have a chance to win a, a copy of Nick's new book. So we are giving out what? Um, 10 copies. We're giving out some copies That's of your book, so Nick. I know it's cool. exciting. And, and so all you have to do is dial star star Nick. And uh, and you'll automatically be entered to win a, a copy of Nick's book. Um, I'm sure I can get him to sign it. Yeah, and um, uh, and we'll, we'll connect you with the ministry. It's so cool. Um, but uh, isn't that isn't that exciting new technology? I'm really thrilled about Star Star Nick. Uh, I'm so thrilled. Um, I want to thank everyone for watching. Uh, watching. I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, yeah. And and it's just so beautiful because. Um, you know, as as now even a father of four kids, we want to reach seven billion people. Do you know, Brian, that Google says that by <clears throat> not too far from now, we're going to have twenty twenty six or twenty twenty seven. We're going to have eight billion people on Earth. Um, so wow. I bought the domains of eight billion souls dot org and the whole deal. And so mm. we want to reach the world, and to be able to do this over podcast with you is such an honor, and a pleasure, and a privilege, and a joy. Uh, because it's not just about sharing my story, because uh, it's all about God and, and testimony, but really, it's also about helping people through their walk with God as well. And so I'm just glad that we're going to be uh, a continual voice of encouragement and uh, blessing to you and your family, for those of you who are listening. Yeah, definitely. Um, let us know what topics you like. We're trying to do a real variety of topics, but we want to hear from you. In, in a week or two, we've got a couple of topics that have come in from Facebook, and and we'll be doing that. So look forward to hearing from you. Um, t- today, uh, I'm, I'm a dad. Uh, Nick has has met, I think, one of, one of my kids, one of our kids. We met Sarah, but uh, Fran and I have two kids, Sarah and Brian. Sarah's 25 and lives in New York City. Brian's 23 and is finishing his master's at the University of Tulsa in Oklahoma. And so raising children has, uh, and, and uh, we've raised them in New York City for most of their lives, has been a challenge and certainly faith played a part in it. Now, Nick, uh, you had two children 
and then something miraculous happened just a just a few months ago. Yeah, we got two baby girls. We got identical twins, wow. uh, Olivia and Ali. And I told my wife I was done at two. She said, "No, I'm not done." And I said, "So how many kids <laughs> you want?" She says, "Well, it depends." I said, "What's that?" She says, "Well, if we have three boys, then they're fine. You know, you got the three amigos kind of set, but." If yeah. if you got a, a a daughter coming now as a, as a third child, we need her to be able to have a sister because my wife um, wouldn't be who she is without the friendship of her dear sister. Oh, that's and awesome! So guess what I prayed for? I prayed for a boy because I was done it too, and I don't I can't imagine having four. And here we go. We get pregnant, and we got identical twin girls. Just be weary, Brian, of anybody. Yeah, of anybody who prays for a double portion in your life. Oh, I I remember where I was standing. I was in uh, Colorado on business, and I had called you on the phone, and and you say, "Hey, Brian, it, we're pregnant." I'm like, "What? That's exciting." He said, "Wait, there's more." I'm like, yeah. "Huh?" And he said, "It's it's twins." And we, my head exploded. Um, you know, I I prayed one time that I never wanted to go to India, and the next week we had tickets booked for India. <laughs> so so it's uh, you do have to be the Lord has a has a plan for you, and mm. and, uh, and uh, you have to be careful mm. about that. Um, what one of the things we want to talk about for the next ten minutes or so is 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 raising kids in a faith based home. What what I know I've got some stories over my years, but Nick, tell me about you're just embarking on this with your young kids. What are what are your plans and how to raise your children in a faith based home? Uh, first things first, just arrange all their marriages. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 that's gonna be crazy. I just. Let me yeah, write that write down. That down. Arranged, That's it. Arranged okay. marriages. marriages. Yes, I've invested in, okay, a, got it. in a camel farm already. Um, look, we mm. are, um, you know, we're blessed, right, to have, first of all, the knowledge of knowing that God loved the world so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. Now, first of all, the wonderful blessing of having children is, I believe, that um, like never before, it's the time that I truly understand more of the Father's heart from God unto us. And uh, you want the best for your kids, but... You know, the teenage years, I'm already dreading them a little bit because um, we all know what happens and teenagers are teenagers. But at the same time, yep. when you can lay the foundation of the importance of prayer, the importance of scripture uh, and, and not mm-hmm. raise children that are biblically illiterate. Um, right. I think, you know, we we have so many scriptures we could go to and reference that about how to raise up a child and put him on the right path and they won't depart. And, um, you know, just encouraging them to not just be religious about their Christianity in rituals or traditions or practices or going to church as much as showing them how God and your relationship with him changes you as a parent, as a family, leads us, protects us, provides for us, and then 
equips us and sends us to go help others as well. I think that that without our faith, we wouldn't be who we are as individuals, nor as a family, nor have peace when the fire gets hot. Um, I mean, it's just, right. it is everything. Our faith in God is everything. So really to, to relate that, relay that, remind that uh, in the minds of our children, no matter how young or old, um, we must do it right. repetitiously. You know, I think my parents did a, did a pretty good job. They, we went to church, and and I I think we went well. We went to this Assembly of God Church in Tacoma, Washington. It's called Life Center, and Pastor Dean Curry is a pastor there now. Hey, Dean. Um, but I loved youth group, Nick, and youth group was fun, and 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 it was they it was fun, and it was a safe place to be, and we did great activities, uh, you know, on Wednesday nights, weekends, whatever. Um, but I was around, uh, I was around like-minded people and they made it fun. Mm. And a few episodes ago, we talked about the importance of church, but, but clearly as a parent, um, I, I can't help but think encouraging, you know, going to church yourself and see, having your parents see that, but encouraging them to attend youth group or Sunday school and be around uh, uh, other other kids of, with like-minded ideals um, certainly would be a, a, a something I'd recommend. I know it, it affected my youth pastor. Um, one of my youth pastors is a guy named Rich Wilkerson, and Rich, I love him. Um, I, we're friends today, and I, I credit him uh, among among other pastors, uh, John Gregg, Wade Goodall, for really focusing me as a young young boy and, and helping me on my life um, on my journey. You know, I, uh, I, I love um, to hear that from you and the people and pillars that God has given you to, to instill that foundation uh, in your walk, Brian, uh, over all these years. And, and I feel like also we have friends that come along our way face to face that, you know, help us and just are there with us and praying through things with us. I mean, I think if we really sat down and even tried to write out all the blessings that our faith walk gives us, I think we would die of just being overwhelmed. And it's good to remember that, yet though at the same time to make sure looking forward in our kids' lives, that we don't just talk, but we show them in action. Um, That's right. And so this year actually, uh, due to some New Year's resolutions that I had, I'm actually starting two men's Bible studies once a month uh, oh, at my house it. with some close friends. And I've realized um, not only is that good for me and my wife and refreshing for me, um, but it's good to also have my children witness that, yeah, dad doesn't just talk about God in church. Dad doesn't just pray before the meal. He actually enjoys conversations that actually make sense and is meaningful with friends. And I think that alone as well just shows people this is real, you know? Right. Uh, my my daughter, Sarah, let me uh, – this a little – I got permission for oh, her good. to tell you the story. Uh, so Sarah is, is 25 now, but when she was 13 – we were living in New York City. She wasn't maybe hanging out with the best of kids at school. And um, we saw her going down a road that we didn't like. And at one time she'd lied to us about where she was. And there was a it, we it wasn't a happy situation. So my wife, Fran, did something we call tough love. 
And we took her to the airport and sent her to my uh, sister-in-law's house in North Carolina. And she spent the summer in North Carolina. We removed her from the situation. And we look back at that, and I'm not sure if, they, if that was the Holy Spirit telling my wife that was totally Fran's idea, but that changed our relationship with our daughter, and, and that was a key in, in, in reshaping her a little bit, giving her a little nudge to, to be the amazing young woman she is today. Um, so I don't know why I told you that story, but um, uh, I think it, it was something that maybe it worked for us. Maybe it's something that, that would work for someone else. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I think stories are so awesome. Bring as many stories as you can because it feels like when we, we – we're, it's part of what we do here, Brian, which is so cool. We're sharing stories of what you know God's done in our life and how he's leading us. Uh, and, and there might be someone feeling like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I can relate to that story. And, and that's the coolest thing about all of this. It's, it's storytelling. And 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 I really feel that as a speaker and as an evangelist, obviously mm-hmm. you're talking about knowledge. Obviously you're talking about what God, you know, says in the Bible. But really as an evangelist, we're storytellers. And the people I first want saved are my own kids. And, That's right. And I don't even know how many parents have actually never sat down to write their testimony out. If it wasn't for my dad who actually was able to write a book before he found out he had cancer, I didn't have I wouldn't have had a written testimony of how Boris Vujicic, you know, in his journey came to Jesus Christ. Right. I don't even know if my mom's even told me that story to tell you the truth. Mm. Um and maybe she has and I've forgotten it, but imagine now my grandkids, my great 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 grandkids i mean look for real brian you know i'm straight up i don't i don't sugarcoat yep. nothing me and my brother we're pretty black and white on some things and he's more black and white than me in life in general but i mean you know our dad passed away at 62 i'm 35 my brother's 32 uh we, we you know we we looked at each other at the end of 2017 and said well i guess we're halfway to dead kind of thing Oh, no. And now, not not in a negative way, but saying we're going to make this count, right? And right. and not right. knowing if next year's promise for anybody, right? Right. We, you oh, know, no. I want my great 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 grandkids or anybody who's who's not a speaker who's never written a book, please write down your testimony of how you came to Jesus Christ, and make you, sure you share that with your kids. They live in your house. They may not always, you know, uh, be obedient, but there's got to be some house rules, you know, and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and, and when you have their attention, say, I just want to share something from my heart. And, and you never know what that story does, you know. And the last thing I want to say that I heard recently, Brian, was um, uh, it was a friend of mine. His name is Juan. And Juan said he had, you know, he's got two daughters there, 17 and 15 years old. And he said, you know, there's one of his daughters who doesn't really open up and, and share anything with him. And he's always there and he's always, you know, listening, uh, you know, ready to listen, but she doesn't really talk. Finally, she talked. She said, Daddy, thank you that at age nine, you told me that I had beautiful feet. Oh. She said that was something that stuck with me and and helped me to know that you do love me and that you do notice me. 
And he yeah. didn't, you know, he, as if he's going to remember that, right? But those little things of planting those seeds of love, showing him how it is, uh, actively walking with God, you know, when we do make mistakes, have restitution, admit that you're sorry. It shows the humility that God has in all of us by his grace and mercy and being real and just, just loving on them and doing all that we can. And when we do our best, God does the rest. Don't take your kids for granted. I tell you Man, what. I can't imagine when you, losing the son or I don't, daughter. Yeah. I, I've, yeah. You know, my, our kids are out of the house now, but uh, we had the opportunity to have both of our children home for the holidays this past year. And and uh, because of their schedules, they were with us for almost three weeks. And it it brought back the, the these wonderful times of us all being together as a family. And then they each had to go daughter to New York, son to Oklahoma. And Fran and I are left with our dog, with our dog Coco, and um, and um, and uh, we we looked at each other and said, "Wow, we love our kids." And wasn't wasn't God good that we prayed for them all those years growing up, and now they're living their lives for Christ. They're they're great kids, successful, and uh, what more can you ask for? You know, and uh, um, just 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 uh, being an empty nester, it, it's a different kind of feeling. Uh, to have have your kids out of the house, but uh, a lot of prayers, definitely a lot of prayers. You know, that's another thing. I, I'll never forget how many tears my mom cried over my brother's soul for so many years. You know, he was not walking with God. You know, generally in our circles, our friends, our uh, churchgoers, our fa- uh, family of cousins. You know, if you give your life to Jesus Christ, you kind of do it when you know you're a teenager and if you don't do it then you're like okay what are you doing kind of thing yeah. so right um just the prayers of the parents are heard and uh i i think that's a good encouragement for those listening we could talk a long time we we try to keep these to 15 or 20 yeah, minutes yeah. and uh I'll, i will end with one other little story when um when i was dating my wife fran we had the opportunity to go to Tacoma, Washington and visit my grandmother. Uh, her name was Goldia Anderson. And when we, when we met her and she was actually in the beginning stages of uh, Alzheimer's at the time. And she looked at Fran and said, I've been praying for you my whole life. Mm. She looked at my future wife and said, I've been praying for you my whole life. And I'm never going to forget those words to know that my grandmother had been praying for my future wife, mm. even I was even I was growing up as a child, and so um, uh, those prayers are important. So uh, I want to share that. Nick, w- we just have a minute before before we close. Could you say a, a quick prayer for for my our listeners today? Be my honor, Father God. We come before you. We thank you that you love our children as much as we could ever imagine. In fact, far more. And Father, we thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy that only you, by your Holy Spirit, can convict, turn, um, and transform a heart to bring them to repentance. We thank you, Lord, that it's your kindness that leads us to repentance. And we pray, God, that you would help us to extend and echo that kindness, that patience. Help us to administer wisely the discipline, yet everything we do as parents, to do it all in love. Father, help us, forgive us of our sins. We know that we are not perfect. We ask God that you would bring 
to our attention how we can take steps to interact and grow the friendship that we have with our children. Help us, Father, to creatively think of ways to not only remind our kids of the importance and show them how important you are in our lives, but also, Father, that you would give us creative ways to see your spirit break down any walls between you and your children. Father, we thank you for heaven. We thank you for every parent listening and watching. We thank, uh, not watching, but Father, we thank you for the fact that you're watching over us. And Father, for any of the, of us who've lost children along the way, we thank you that indeed heaven is real. And we pray that you would do mighty things in and through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 